Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Okay, good afternoon, everyone. I am not Elizabeth Bowden. Uh, I am Donna Brown, the Zoom host. And um, at the end of the call last week, Elizabeth mentioned that that she wasn't going to be here today, but then I thought maybe she changed her mind, you know, when, when it wasn't canceled. So here's what we can do. There's not many of us here. Uh, there's not, not that many people. Um, we can still, you know, proceed and, and I can kind of facilitate and host. I, I, it's not going to be too hard with the few people we have. Um, and, you know, if there's things people want to talk about, I, that's fine. I was a former teacher of the visually impaired, and of course, I'm totally blind myself and have been for a long time. <laughs> so, um, and between all of us, I'm sure we can share some things. So, if anyone has um, an idea of something that we might talk about for, you know, a little bit, um, just raise your hand and, and I'll acknowledge you. Okay, we, we've got a couple of new people that just we've we've got a couple of people that just came in, um, and so Elizabeth uh, apparently is not going to be here. She kind of sort of said something about that at the end of the last week's session, but then apparently she didn't contact Cindy or I don't know what happened. But anyway, we're here. Um, we can stay and talk about things if people want to talk about something specific that maybe they might need tips of, of how to do it or something, or, you know, we can all go our separate ways. So if, if somebody has something that um, they either want to, you know, tell us about, or, or if they have questions or whatever, just raise your hand and I'll acknowledge you. Okay, Irene, feel free to unmute and talk. Hi, I'm from Pennsylvania. And I just saw an interesting thing uh, on the road today. Um, it's called Screen Mobile. And it's a truck that I suppose you make an appointment and they come to your home and fix your patio door screen or your window screen. That way you don't have to take it out yourself and take it into the shop and wait a couple days till they can get it fixed. They just come to your home and do it right on the spot. I thought that was really neat. Uh, yeah, I've never heard of that. I never huh. did either. It was right on the back of a truck. My husband was telling me. and uh, So that's something put in my reference. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. You ever need that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Thank you for that's, sharing that's that. That's what, what I had to say. <laughs> oh, no, that's great. Thank you. Okay. Anybody else have any anything or any any questions or, um, you know, feel free. We, we've got plenty of time. <laughs> and... Uh, I don't have a specific topic because I wasn't planning to do this. So, <laughs> um, so while people are maybe thinking, um, I'll just take this opportunity. This has nothing to do with a tip or a trick around the house, um, but feel free to uh, register and attend um, activities from the Mountain State Council of the Blind Convention this weekend. It'll be on ACB radio. And people say, what's Mountain State Council of the Blind? That's the West Virginia affiliate of the American Council of the Blind. So if anybody wants to register, it's M as in mountain, S as in state, C as in council, B as in blind, W as in west, V as in Virginia, dot org. And we don't have any hands raised. Okay, does anybody have any any questions? Okay, um, ending in 974. Is that you, Teresa? Yes, this okay. is me. Okay. Um, where can I, who can I turn to to get some help in that re registering for that? I'm going to the website. Yeah. Um, the council. Yeah, th this is I Donna Brown. Um, right, I know. Yeah. Uh, so... Um, you I could, could call you this evening. You, um, I'm trying to think when I'll be available. <laughs> um, but the only time that I'll be available um, is like between 8 and 9 Eastern time, if that works for you. Okay. Okay. That, that'll that be the, between 7 and 8 my time? Uh, yes. Um, I get, yeah. Okay. Um, oh, gee. I need to 
after this is over, um, get your phone number. I know you don't want to give it out here because you're probably okay. seeing screen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, remind me. Okay. We'll okay. Do. Okay. Great. Um, anybody else have anything? Uh, <laughs> Um, I do have a question. Okay. Those money identifier. Those money identifiers. Sometimes they they want to beep and make these high pitched sounds, but they won't say what your um, denomination of money is. And anybody's ever run into that with their um, money identifiers? You know, they're supposed to talk and tell you what denomination of money you have. Yeah, and and they're supposed to be, and, and maybe somebody else, you know, on on this call knows. Um, there's supposed to be a way to, because I, I think sometimes it, it, for whatever reason, sometimes gets out of the talking mode, because <laughs> there is yeah. a, a vibration mode, you know, like for deafblind people, and um, right, and so, but there is a way to get it back into the talking mode, and it has something to do, I think, with pressing both buttons, or you know how it has the. Oh, uh, Pam, I bet knows. Go ahead, Pam. You can unmute and. Especially if you know the answer. <laughs> I think I know the answer because okay. uh, I do have one of those. I believe that's correct. You press uh, you press both buttons, but if you still have the directions that came with it, when I got mine way back, uh, there was a CD that came with it in the package, and that had... The directions. If I had time during the call, I would dig out my CD and try to find that out uh, exactly. But I think that's correct. You press the uh, both buttons, and uh, depending on how many times you press them, it will either uh, do a just a beep, or it will go into vibrate mode. Uh, you know, because you can also do where it just vibrates for those who don't hear at all. And and the other thing is sometimes when it just beeps and doesn't do anything, it's because it can't read the bill. It, instead of giving you an error message, which sometimes it'll do that, it'll say error. But occasionally if it just beeps, it's it seems to be because it can't read the bill or yet another thing your battery may be about to die i mean it can do all kinds of weird things when your battery is about to go dead so you may just if it keeps doing that and and just not doing a series of beeps because when it's in beeping mode it might be I don't remember the formula because I don't use the beeping mode, but it's it might be a short beep for a one dollar and maybe a long beep for a five and then a long and a short for ten or something like that. I like I said, I I just use the talking mode. But try uh even before pressing both buttons, try you doing more than one bill because it might just be that one is old and it can't read it or um, if you can find your CD that came with it that has all the directions uh, do that and maybe between now and next week I can dig out that CD because I know I've got it somewhere and let it run through and uh, and see what it says uh, about that uh, going through the uh, the beep mode this is that any help to you, Teresa? Yes, yes, it is. Thank you. Okay, but yeah, try all try all of the above. But you know, first of all, try a, a different bill, and then okay, I would try um, the if you can't find the um, beep, uh, I, I can't find the CD, can't find the directions. Um, and while we're still on the call, once I get muted again. I'll go dig out my um, my eye bill. That's what mine is. It's called an eye bill, and just experiment with it and see what happens. 
Okay. Yeah, I and, and like I, I don't know. use mine so much anymore because I I most of the time use you know an app on my phone. Same here, but I keep but my eye bill around just in case. Oh, oh, I do. I have one in my purse. I do too. J- just in case, you know. Uh huh. Well, the other day I was trying to figure out some money, and I was trying to use mine, and I just kept getting. You know, those little beeps, and I'm like, wait a minute, this isn't what it's supposed to do. Yeah. Okay, did it did it always beep in the same number of times, no matter what bill you used? Um, I didn't really count the number okay. of beeps. Okay, well, not. like I said, once I we get muted. I frustrated. Got you. Once once I mute again, I'll, I won't have time to play the CD all the way through because it, it was kind of long. Oh, no. But but I will get my eye bill out and try it, and then I'll let you. Know, I'll unmute again, and if we're still on, and I'll let you know. Okay, very good, Pam. Okay. Thanks, mm-hmm. Debbie Downey. You you may unmute and talk. Hello, hello. I, I found. I just happen to have the box from my iBill here, and I have—I do have the CD. I don't—I don't think I can get to that right now, but I have the Braille uh, directions, and it says either button can be pressed to identify a bill uh, by adjusting the volume level or select the output mode. Press and hold one of the two buttons, and then press and release the other button. Until the desired selection is achieved. Ah, okay. And then it says each time the second button is pressed and released, the unit will switch to the next mode or volume level in the following sequence. Vibration mode, tone mode, speech volume one, or speech volume one, speech volume two, speech volume three, and then back to vibration mode. So I think that's what uh, she's looking for. Yeah, that's it. Sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. So you hold the one button and then press release the, the, the other. Uh, the yeah, other and, one and, and keep until you get to the you get the to the one you want. mode you want. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Very okay. good. I'm impre- right. I'm impressed that that you all have your braille and and CD directions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I save everything. That's why you can't move around in this place. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it came in handy today. That's right. You're welcome. (laughs) Well, I never got Braille directions with mine. I I just got the, I got print and I got the CD. So, (laughs) but I've had mine forever. Yeah, I think I I got Braille, but I I don't know where it is. I think I've had mine since 13. I've had to change the batteries, battery a couple of times, but yeah. Okay, great. Thank you all for your answers, and thank you for the question there, Teresa. That's that is kind of frustrating when you want to go through your money and and you can't. Um, okay, does any for those who because there were a few people who came in after we got started. Um, Elizabeth isn't here, so I'm Donna Brown, the host, and and so we're having what some people might call a free for all, but not literally. Um, we're just if if anybody has anything, any questions. Uh, or any resources like um, Irene shared a, a wonderful resource with us um, at the beginning. Uh, so if anybody has anything, feel free to raise your hand and, and I'll ask you to unmute and share what you have. Because I'm sure we all have something to share. Okay, Teresa, is that you again? No, this is Karen in Philadelphia. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. yeah what yeah, is your I'm, name? I'll Karen. Karen, you said? Karen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What was that resource? I did come in a little late. Um, it, she, her, she and her husband were on uh, traveling and, and they saw, I, I, Irene, can you unmute and tell us? Cause I don't want to get it wrong. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, great. Okay. Um, Thank you. It's called Screen Mobile, S-C-R-E-E-N. And it was a truck that you could see they had screening material in it and, um, I get, they go around to your home, and they'll fix your screen on the spot so you don't have to take it into the shop and wait a couple days. Now, I don't know if that's just local in the Pittsburgh area in Pennsylvania or if it's a national chain because it's the first time we've ever seen it before. I just thought it was okay, pretty neat. Okay, it's just a screen on your, on your phone. 
uh, screen on your um, your patio door or your windows. Yeah, like for oh, okay. at, at your house. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Actually, Pretty when mobile. Okay. when when she started okay. talking about, it, I thought it was maybe like for your computer screen, your monitor, or something. At first, when you, <laughs> when you mentioned, no, it. I never thought of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. So Pre mobile, they'll they'll come around and like if your windows cracked or something, or your screen or, or window replacement, or, or I guess it just would be screen replacement. Yeah. Oh, the screen, screen. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I need uh-huh. a screen replaced. Uh-huh. That's a good idea. I do need a screen replaced, a screen in my basement. And um, mm. it was already replaced once. It's like a little side window at the, mm. you know, if you're outside, it would be like yeah. a, where your foot is, a low, real low window, real small window. And um, it's been all summer and I haven't been able to open it because there is a little tear in it and, you know, little critters running up and down the alley. I don't know. I don't want anything to slip in. Yeah. 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 Screen mobile. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's I, I appreciate when people share, you know, resources like that. that yeah. You know, it can probably help somebody sometime. Yeah. 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 It would be nice if um, it's so hard because I, uh, my son moved out in December. He's 20. So I live alone now. I do have a little vision, but not enough to, to feel comfortable having someone come in here and do repairs or, you know, a lot of stuff. What I need is more cosmetic or um, some are yeah. repairs, but not. No, no major repairs, like nothing's leaking or, or nothing, but, you know, there's no roof leaks or whatever. But even that, like the roof is okay, but, you know, you want to get your roof inspected. But I just don't feel comfortable, you know, as a woman in here by myself, you know, having people come in as a blind I, woman. Yeah, I, I understand that. I'm, I'm that way, too. And usually what I tried to do mm-hmm. whenever I, I would have to have somebody come, I tried to have a friend here, um, you know, when, when they right. came and. You know, at least there's a little bit of safety in numbers. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is kind of, unfortunately, that's the way it is now. And you have to be a little bit, and not only, you know, a, a woman, but then a woman with a visual impairment. And it doesn't take people long to pick up on that, whether you tell them or not, you know. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. Okay. And, and, uh, did you have anything else, Karen? No, I'm going to just listen. and I'll, I'll think of something, I'm sure. Okay, great. Yeah. Great. great. Yeah. Anybody? This is, this is Jackie in California. Yes, Jackie, go ahead. If I could add another tip, I'm brand new to ACB, so hello, everyone. Oh, great. Good, good to have you. Great, great. Um, if I could add another suggestion, if you need someone to come over to your home and you've made the appointment, okay, so you are assured that you have made the appointment, and if no one can be in your home with you, be on the phone with someone. Yes, so, that's it's, That's a it's good that, idea. It's that easy. I mean, you could literally be talking to someone and have that person be there and working on your whatever. Let's say it's your kitchen drain, and um, but you're on the phone, so you have that. Mm-hmm. You know, because sometimes it's really hard for someone to stop by during the day or right. even in the evening. And um, just another suggestion. No, I, that's right. a good suggestion. Yeah, that's. Mm-hmm. That sometimes is is a lot easier because that could even just be another blind friend, you know, who, mm-hmm. you know, can't get over there or, or whatever, you know. So, yeah, I think it I think it can help to have that. It's like a lifeline, you know. Yes. Someone else mm-hmm. is into the phone. And um, I, and the I think one of the, the frightening things now, whether you're visually impaired or not, um, during the. Uh, Jacqueline, we lost you. You know? And, uh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. So yeah, you're kind of, you're, you're fading in and out a little bit. Yeah. Oh, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. Is that better? That's okay. Is this, is this uh, I better? think so. Yes, I think so. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, I think the problem is, is that, you know, people just start coming around to see who would be vulnerable enough to just answer their door to any knock. And that's always something to watch out for. 
you know, if you're, Mm -hmm. if someone just rings your bell or knocks on your door, you know, and you have no idea that you're expecting anyone, for heaven's sakes, don't open your door. As we all know, I mean, that's common sense, but sometimes it's, it's easy to forget. Right. I I don't forget. I don't pick up. And, but I'm on the next door, I guess. Do you have next door in your town? Yes, we do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I listen to that and I try to make sure I, I write down, you know, a number of the resources that people are recommending because I don't necessarily know these neighbors, but I kind of trust that they've used these people, you know, as opposed to just getting a flyer in my mailbox. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to call anybody and I just got a flyer because I don't know who this person is. But if I hear the people on next door, even though I don't really know them, um, if I hear that, you know, 10 or 20 of them have used this one particular contractor, you know, I'll be more comfortable if I had to reaching out to maybe one of them. That's a good idea too. Yeah. That's a good resource. Mm-hmm. So I'm writing down the ones that people over and over and over and over, and over again have recommended. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, hey, I'm going with that person because I don't know them, you know, but I, I trust that, you know, and they don't, if they know that they have a good reputation in this area, they don't want to blow it because they don't know me. I don't know how to post the next one, but they don't know that. You know what I mean? I yeah. suppose that, you know, they they did a bad job or they did me wrong or tried to take advantage of me. And they don't want that to be posted. Right. Right. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Thank thank you for that idea, too. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Charlene from California. You may unmute and talk. Charlene. It, okay. She lowered in her. Hold on. Okay, ending in 974. I bet that's you again, Teresa. I didn't rename you. I haven't had time. Go ahead, Teresa. That's okay. Um, I was um, camping on to what the person was talking about, um, the next door um, thing. You know, it's you know, about knowing your, you know, other people who have used a contractor or a service in your community. I was, you know, about women's, uh, a woman being vulnerable. One time we had a, a situation, um, I don't remember the town, but it was here in Arkansas where a female real estate agent was murdered. She was, um, you know, had been set up. She was supposed to go show a house. And, of course, the people that were there to, quote, unquote, look at the house, um, they they killed her. That was sad. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's... After that, they've always... Audio now unmuted. Women, women, real estate agents, make sure they have somebody with them. Right, right. Okay, Charlene, go go ahead. I think you're unmuted now. Okay. I was having troubles unmuting, sorry. Uh, that's okay. I was having troubles. Okay. One on the security things, one couple things to do is one, instead of having your voice on your answering machine, have a male voice. That way it lets people less likely to know that it's a female in that house and maybe by themselves. If you go mm-hmm. to the door, you don't have somebody you can have on the phone. You don't have other things you can do. Yell really loud, hey, John, I'll be right back. Dinosaur <laughs> does not know that John does not exist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This came from some security or, or you, lessons or you, I was taught in Tucson by the police department. It was a gentleman from the police department uh-huh. that one. Um, another thing to do is if you're entering your house, always have your key in your hand and ready. It's two things that way. One, you aren't hesitating for the door, which what some people are going to look for because you're vulnerable at that point. And two, you have a weapon in your hand. By holding that key, those teeth can tear up somebody. Yeah. Yeah. I, I almost always have my mm-hmm. key in my hand. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, good. That. Thank you. And, okay. and I like the, <laughs> I like the idea of, you know, exactly. I, I having that. a male voice on your phone and then, you know, Hello? say something as you're going to the. Yeah, what's that tapping? Uh, and even me? even when you're somebody on their phone. Yeah. Go ahead. Even when you're um, this is Karen. So even when you're going in the house too, thinking of piggybacking up with the lady just said, when you're going in the house and you can say, oh, I wonder if my uh, my uncle is in here or I wonder if my grandson is in here. He said he was coming over. He's, he may be asleep. But just for them to think that there might be a male in the house, mm-hmm. but the lights yeah. may be off. So you, you so you can say, oh, I wonder if my grandson is in here. He's probably in there asleep or, you know, so don't think because the lights are off. You know, what I mean, just 
Right. They're not going to know what to think of that. Maybe you do have a grandson and they're sleeping. You know, if you start screaming, he's going to wake up, you know, and come to your aid. So I have a, a friend yeah. um, she, who, who's blind and whenever like paratransit, you know, would drop her off. She she would always, you know, as she was going in the door, she'd always yell, I'm home, even though most of the time nobody was there. She would just yell that, yeah. you know, so thinking somebody yeah. was there. Go ahead, Charlene, mm-hmm. if you have more to add. Go ahead. Yeah, I have another tip from the office from the officers, and that is do not leave your lights off all the time. That that tells anybody watching your house. A blind person lives here periodically throughout your house. Turn on a on a light. You go to go in the bedroom, turn it on for a few minutes, like you're getting mm-hmm. ready for bed, and then turn it off. When you go out mm-hmm. in the front room, after a while, turn on the light. The lights moving on and off in your house um, will not well, mm-hmm. make something that somebody has cited there. When you leave them off all the time, it pegs you. It labels you. Yeah. Um, if you mm-hmm. don't think to do it on your own, get um, you can get timers to go for your lights so that they turn on and off. But it's better if you do a varied timer than at the same time at 6 o'clock every night they go on and at 9 o'clock at night they go off because people pick up mm-hmm. that pattern too. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Good ideas. Good Mm-hmm. It's a, a good topic, and you know, I mean, it, it's it's very timely. There's yeah. a lot of you know weird things that happen now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This police this police officer that talked to us gave me an awful lot of really good ideas. Um, out on the street, walk down the center of a sidewalk if you can, not the sides, because if you walk down the sides, you can be pulled into bushes or off the. Off the sidewalk into a vehicle. Oh, also, I never, never thought possible, about that. Wow. Whenever possible, walk towards traffic on the sidewalk, you know, wherever. But always okay. try to walk mm-hmm. towards traffic. They cannot trail you, follow you if you're walking towards traffic. They can stay behind you if you're walking with traffic, but not if you're walking towards traffic. They can't do it. Right. The other one is if you think you're being followed, change your pace. Walk a little bit faster. Hmm. They walk faster. Walk a little slower. They walked a little slower. Hmm. That happened to me in Washington, D.C. one time. So I just have a guide dog, and I just kind of pulled to the side and kind of 45-degree angle kind of face what was going on, but not totally with my back to the, you know, to the um, behind me. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, so people couldn't sneak out behind me either. <clears throat> and then pretended I was adjusting the harness. <clears throat> and as soon as he passed, I walked slower and walked into the next uh, business I could find. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's that. Real good ideas. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyone else? Well, this is Karen again with the lights. Um, but I try to remember when I go out, I um, turn the lights on. I, I turn my living room lights on, and my echo speaker is right here. And I'll tell her to put, you know, some radio station on. Mm-hmm. So if I know that I'm gonna if I know that I'm gonna get back after hours, you know, when it's dark out, I'll um you know, make sure the light is on and the, the radio is on. So they'll not just the light on, but the radio on also. So that somebody might think that there's somebody in the house. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, anyone else have anything yeah. on this topic this or Go ahead. Go ahead. This is uh, Teresa t- um, to Karen. Uh, I agree with that about the, um, the um, radio uh, station, preferably, preferably a station where you have talking, you know, like an NPR station. Um, uh-huh. I think people are kind of get, you know, used to people playing music when they're out. But if you have an NPR station, they have a hard time if they've got their ear up to your door. Is that a human or is that a radio? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. To distinguish. Yeah. Right, right. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Anyone else on this topic or a new topic, whichever? Go ahead, Charlene. You want a new topic? I found out something really interesting. Get these containers. They have, they're sealed with a hard cellophane and they're kind of hard to open. You try to figure out how to pull them off and work at them. And I, was, I found out they have a zipper. If you feel around the plastic cellophane, you will find two lines close together. Grab between the two lines and they unzip. 
Not I don't kind of containers are there? Uh, yeah, I don't even know if I know what kind of containers. Um, I'm talking um, like sometimes jars will have it. Medications sometimes over-the-counter ones will have that hard plastic um, or cellophane type seal on them to make sure that they're tamper proof. Yes, yeah, okay. And I then know, you yeah. try to dig, and you try to get a hold of it. You pull on it. You dig on it. Well, I found out there's a there's a zipper. If you find uh, those, two, they're very faint. But if you find them, they're two little lines going down down the container. Get between those two lines and just pull back, and it unzips. You get a little piece in your hand, okay. and everything else falls off. Well, huh. I'll have to okay. look at that the next time I'm getting frustrated with a, a container. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you. Anyone else? Charlene, I'm glad. Okay. Well, all of you, really good ideas. Go ahead. Did some, go ahead. If someone else needed to talk, you may talk, whoever you are. Hi, this is Vanessa. Hi, Vanessa. Hi. Yeah, you know what? I was wondering um, if anyone had any suggestions on... Um, how to keep track of what's in the freezer. Now, I, I do have a pen friend, but um, I've had problems with the label coming off on certain things um, in the freezer. So other than the pen friend, does anyone have any other suggestions of what to use? Okay. Um, does anyone have any suggestions before I give mine or my Go ahead. Well, speaking of the pen friend, um, I think I know you, Vanessa. Are you from Chicago, maybe? Uh-huh. Who is this? Okay, this yeah. is Karen. I've been on some calls with you with the NFB. Oh, okay. Okay. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Um, well, with, with the pen friend, what you can do is um, instead of sticking them directly on your product, you can put your products in a gallon zip bag or whatever size it is. And what I've done with my labels to try to reuse them I put them on something, and then I put that inside of something. I don't stick the label directly onto the product because I want to try to reuse the label. So if you put them, say, on a 3 by 5 card, maybe not that, but I'm just saying what I use actually was playing cards because playing cards has a plastic-like surface. So even if I did use them inside the freezer, I would put the sticker on top of the playing card, put that inside the gallon Ziploc bag with the product, like a pack of chicken or something, and then... And you can actually, the pen works through the plastic bag. It will work through the Ziploc bag. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Okay. And then you, when you, when you get, when you use your chicken, you have the little label on the playing card and just put that to the side, put that back in your envelope or whatever. And then hmm. you can put it back in something else. Oh, that's a great, great suggestion. Because what I've been doing is I'll, I'll put like all my meats on one side of the freezer and then I'll put like breads on another side of the freezer if I have breads or rolls. And then I'll put vegetables, frozen vegetables, um, on another, maybe underneath on a shelf in the freezer. And then on the door, I'll keep my uh, frozen fruit that I make. I make smoothies every day with. So I keep all my smoothie stuff on the door. But then, so when I go to figure out a vegetable, it's kind of like, all right, now what vegetables, what? <laughs> it's a mystery. <laughs> or what, what? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so it's, it's just mm-hmm. like, it's all, and I think I have them all situated and I know, you know, okay, I've got my whatever here, my green, but then it's like uh, a couple of weeks later, I'm all confused. Again. <laughs> so, you know, but that's a great idea. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, and if you know, if you're able to use Braille, um, and I forget I what. I okay, I okay. I don't know Braille. That, that's okay. I, I, but I'll just say it for those on the call, maybe who do, and and maybe who don't know of them. There, there are some labels that they they they're oh I don't know maybe I don't know they're maybe about eight inches long or so, but they're only about I don't know three or four inches wide or so. But anyway, you can get a line or two of Braille on there, but it has elastic. It comes with a little elastic um, strips, you know, that you put through the holes in, in that label. And then you can put that kind of like a rubber band, you know, type thing around your product on the outside. And those can be reused because they're not touching the food or anything. But, you know, if, if you're... Like a tag? yeah. But it but it, it goes around the outside of the package, like if you were putting a rubber band mm-hmm. on it, you know, because it's elastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can't remember what they're called. They they've been around for a long time. Even 
Oh, there's Debbie. I bet Debbie knows. Go for it, Debbie. Unmute and tell us. Well, actually, I've been trying to find those because I got them years ago from, I think it was Ann Morris. Mm, it, it probably Morris? was. It probably yeah. was. And I'm still using some of them. They've gotten a little brittle from being in the freezer and stuff. Right. But I wish somebody knew where to get them oh, again because them. I really like those. I don't remember what they were called even. Do yeah. you? Do you do you remember what they were called? Just freezer freezer labels. I don't uh, know. Yeah. But I do ha- still have some, you know, that are brand new. But after a while, they do kind of crack. At least that's my experience. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, so I've you, had put, you put the name on yourself or? Yeah. yeah you, I, I use it in the Braille writer. That's how I did mine, too. Yeah. yeah. Put okay. it in the Braille writer and then you have the elastic and it has like a, um, like on your shoelace. It has a uh, thing on the end of it that you can put through the through the hole in the in the label right. so that it won't come out. Right. What do you call that, Donna? Oh, I don't. know. I just <laughs> call it a thing. It's it's just it's just like a little piece of. I don't to think it's stop really, it from coming out. Yeah, it's yeah. like a little thing that that actually turns sideways so that it mm-hmm. won't come through the hole. Right. You know, once you, you put wrap it, it around. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they've been really helpful. I, I wish I could find where they sell them again if they still make them. So if anybody knows okay. that, maybe you can research that for next week. Okay, this is Karen. I can't quite picture what they look like. I kind of sort of picture what they look like. But would you be able to use as a substitute a playing card and put a hole in the, the end of it and put a rubber band through that and then type your... Yeah. Oh, I, I would see. I would think you're good. Yeah, yeah. Some yeah. people years ago used to use, they'd cut up those old sound sheets we used to get. I mean, this is a long time ago. Um, talking books used to come on oh, and that yeah, those, kind of thing. Like flexible discs. Yeah. Yes. Oh, people my gosh. Used to, people used to cut those up, but that can be pretty sharp when you start cutting those up. You could actually cut yourself on those. <laughs> but wow. I've heard people doing that, too. So. Hmm. Good ideas. Okay, Charlene. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yes. Um, good resources for finding whatever you need are L, S, and S, Maxi Abes. And then there's one called Three Blind Mice Mini Mall or Mall. And mm-hmm. those are all online and have all kinds of products. Okay. And then there's also, they're out of Canada, but it's um, the. The Braille Superstore, um, but I don't know that they have those Braille labels, but I don't know that they don't. I don't know if I've ever looked. Maybe we'll have to do some homework for next week and check it out and see if we can find anybody that has them. Okay, and anybody else with any... Oh, go, uh, go, go ahead. Uh, Teresa, is that you? Go ahead. Whoa, echo. Go ahead, Pam. Yes, um, I was going. I was going to suggest that um, you also contact the ACB Mini Mall. Yeah, that's a good idea. They, they might have something. I, I, I don't they know. They might have something like that. Or if they don't, if you if you either call it, call them, or go online, uh, and if they don't have it, then make it as a suggestion, and they will try to they will try to search for stuff like that to make it available. Right. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Anybody else? Okay, um, so we can either switch topics or we still have about 15 minutes if people have anything else. If not, we can end a little bit early. Okay, this is Karen. Yes, Karen, go ahead. Um, one thing I did recently, I couldn't tell. I was getting all kind of bites. I've always gotten like mosquito bites and all kind of bites ever since I was a kid. So I couldn't tell, of course, what was in here and what wasn't in here. So I had my son go to the Home Depot and buy that Ortho Home Be Gone. And um, it's supposed to be like for the outside. So I had him spray. And every time he comes, I have him spray 
you know, I'll close the front door and the back door and have him spray the door perimeter, the windows and spray around the house. Um, I assume it's working. I mean, I'm just, I can just trust that it's working to keep some of the little creepy crawlies from crawling into my house. So, and I don't what know. Was, what was it called? So or, ortho home be gone. Okay. Displaying 1,215. Mm-hmm. It's for the exterior of the house and stuff. So I don't spray it indoors, but I let them, you know, tell them to open up the screen door and spray all around the door frame. You know, then close the screen, spray around that, spray around, you know, the the, the windowsill, the, you know, spray around the windows from the outside. Mm-hmm. And around the base of the house, you know, the base all around the steps, down the alley, around the front and behind the plant. And um, I just assume that it is working to keep some of the, you know, whatever wants to crawl in here, spiders and whatever, because, I mean, that's what it's for. Because I'm like, right. I can't see what's in here. And when he was here, you know, he would see stuff and he would say, oh, what's that? He would smash it or step on it, but. You know, but I can't see what's in here. I, I can't see, you know, so right. I just, I assume it's working. I'm, I'm trusting that it's working, keeping some of the creepy crawlies out of here. That sounds good. Um, <laughs> you know what? Terry, Terry, is is that you that, uh, did you have something to say? I noticed you're unmuted. I think it's Terry. VT, no, whatever. That's <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, no problem. Go ahead, you Vanessa. Know, I was just going to say, I've been using that for years and it works great. Okay. So okay. Yes, it does. It works great. And I use it okay. um, in the spring, you know, when ants try to come in. And mm-hmm. so I've probably been using it for over 10 years now. I'm never without okay. it. <laughs> so about how many times do you use it per season? Because no, I use every it once per season. I use it once per season. And then, um, and, and you know, I, I, I own, and normally I'll use, I definitely use it in the spring. And then sometimes I may use it um, at the end of the year. You know, if someone's over here, just have them to go around the parameter of the house, just, you know, but I definitely use it every spring around March or April. And uh, I, I don't have a problem at all. So, okay. Yeah. And so it was recommended to me um, by uh, one of the workers in that department at Home Depot back you know 10 years ago or whenever i started using it that it was one okay. of the best products so okay. okay we have um telephone number ending in 199 with your hand raised you may unmute and, and talk and talk. i don't know why it's echoing ah hi it's, it's debbie can hi. you hear me okay yes we can Audio unmuted. I, I wanted to ask about the home depot product that um the two ladies were talking about because I always, um, that those critters seem to like me when I walk outside the house. <laughs> I wanted to get the spelling of it. Did you, did you, can you spell that? Cause it's coming over a little muffled on my phone. It, okay. My neighbors, okay. That lady can spell it. All right. If some, one of you can spell that, I, I don't know. I've never seen it. So I, I don't know. Okay. It's uh, Ortho, O-R-T-H-O. Uh-huh. I believe it's Bug Be Gone. Because that was oh. the first time I bought it, but I think it's Bug Be Gone. B U G. Oh, Bug Be Gone. Okay, I got you now. I heard. Mm-hmm. I, can hear you I believe that's now. what it is. And ask the other lady to confirm. I just brought it for the first time, but I believe that's the name of it. And is is there any fume? Do you can you smell it? Well, my son does it. I close the door, but I I can smell it. You know how how I did smell it because I told him to. Spray. I said, I'm going to close the door and spray. But then I didn't close the door all the way, and he, like, shot me in the forehead with it. So, um, <laughs> that's a tiny smell, but I don't smell it inside. You know, once he got finished, I said, are you done? And he said, yes, yeah. so I opened up the door. Displaying one I didn't smell anything. Yeah, but it's okay. for the outside. So, if there is a yeah. little smell, it'll, it'll dissipate. And how I learned out about it is because I had a friend of mine who lived on the first floor apartment, and, like, and it was like woodsy stuff outside her door. You know, it wasn't concrete. It was like, you know, grass and stuff. And she would have so many things crawling through her windows and her door because she was on that ground floor. That's how I found out about it. And she would go out and spray her whole perimeter, you know, I think probably a few feet from her right. door. She didn't just spray okay. like the creek, you know, the crack. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, it's wonderful that it works for like ants because the heat, the ants tend to want to come where it's cool. <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, th- do you find that it helps with like little like um, mosquitoes or, you know, anything like that? 
because it's that you're you know spraying around the frame of your window. Okay. Yeah, this is my first time using it. The other lady, she's on the line. She says she's been using it for 10 years. She's my neighbor. I don't know why you let your kids run up and down screaming oh, like that. Excuse me. Um, okay. This is my first this time using it, and I do notice a difference. Thank you. Thank you. I, I've gotten, so I, just, I get so many bites, and I get different types of bites, you know, like, and I'm like, Thank this you. is strange. These are not all mosquitoes. And and um, I were also brought some of the uh, off. You know, the off that you use for your yeah. body, but I don't even use yeah. the off anymore because I'm like, wow, I can't believe I don't work. have any new bites. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank Vanessa. you for your time. Can you hear me? Okay. Vanessa, did you have something else to add to it? Can you hear me? Yes. Oh, okay. I, You know what? I was just going to say she had asked about mosquitoes, and I don't yes. know if this works for mosquitoes or not, but um, I had... Uh, had my daughter looking on Amazon for some product for, you know, flies or any kind of flying insect. And um, there was this sticky paper that had really, really high ratings. And so I ordered it and, you know, it was relatively inexpensive. You know, I think it might have been like under 10, 10 bucks. So what she did was um, she put the um, pieces of the sticky paper because, you know, normally uh, flying things will fly toward the light windows. And so she put them around my windows. And ever since she did that this summer, um, when she comes here, she'll see the flies, any flies that I had in the house stuck to the paper dead. So, and I've, oh. not, I've not heard anything flying since I purchased that paper and she put it around my windows. And so I'm Wonderful. assuming it's working. <laughs> so. Wow. Mm -hmm. It's Thank like a you. flat piece of paper is like a square or you know what yeah it's like square sticky paper and so I, well. I don't know I don't know how many I got but normally you know when I'm looking for something I'll always call Amazon and um because they have you know the accessibility phone number and so they're really good at helping you out and so they'll go through stuff and I'll always you know ask them about you know what has the highest rating and you know, what people are saying bad about it. And, you know, before I make the decision on what to purchase. So this particular sticky paper, you know, had really high ratings with quite a few reviews. And, um, and so I ordered it and, and it worked. So I'm, I don't have any more of it, but I, I won't need any more till next spring. <laughs> but um, Cause I'm, you know, here in Chicago, but I'll definitely be ordering it again. So, and I don't know what the name of it was. It was the first time I ever ordered it was this year. And I don't remember okay. the name, but you know what? Amazon does keep a record of your order. Oh, yes. So on my <laughs> next, yeah. So on the yeah. next call, you know, I can get the name of the paper that I ordered. Thank you. Thank You're welcome. You. Okay, Teresa, go ahead. Hey, uh, this is uh, Teresa, and I, I haven't tried these, but I've heard some ways to um, kind of ward off the mosquitoes where you don't have to use the off. Um, on yourself, and one was um, use um, if you're like it's real hot outside. If you can bring a fan outside with you, depending on you know where your your living conditions are, if you can do that and plug it in outside, or ex you know extension cord, bring it out the door, and that'll help keep them away. Because apparently mosquitoes don't do well with breezy you know breezes. I heard and that. Also, I've heard that apple, you know, putting a little bit of apple cider vinegar in a cup will keep the, um, you know, they'll dive into it and then they'll drown. Really? Oh. What was that again? Apple cider vinegar. Okay. Wow. I okay. Love Thank you. Thank you. Because I don't do too well with mosquito bites myself. <laughs> well, you sprayed it on your body? Uh, oh, they yeah, they love me, and unfortunately, I get these welts when they've bitten me. I mean, you I spray the too. apple cider vinegar on your body? Oh no, I don't put it on my body, but I put it in a cup. And, and this, the the sweetness draws them, and then they just go in there and drown. Yeah, drown. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Pam. Uh, feel free to unmute. Yes, that sticky stuff that that she was talking about. That's just called fly paper. And people have used that, a variation of that for years out in the country. They would take, um, when my, my 
grandparents and their generation needed something like that, they would just take a piece of paper and rub something sticky, like a little bit of honey or, you know, maybe molasses or just, you know, something real sticky that the flies would love because it was sweet. And then they would, the flies would land on it and they'd get stuck to it. But it's just called fly paper. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you. All right. Anyone else have anything? We have about five minutes. Go ahead, Debbie. Okay. I've, I did a search on Google for Braille freezer labels, and I'm going to call this place. Uh, there's actu- it's actually located near where I live, but it, they sell things uh, nationally on their website. Uh, they say that this product was added in 2007, but it still comes up in the catalog. It's Braillable Freezer Labels, 50 per pack, and their uh, three lines can be brailled on each plastic label. Uh, and they're ten ninety five. I would say that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Like it. So I'm gonna. I'll call check in with you all next week and let you know what I found out. Cool. Maybe. Yeah. And like I said, they're not too far away from me, so um, maybe I'll just go over there and see what they got if they're if they're letting it in the store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. I'm going to bookmark this page so I don't have to go through that again. Okay. So thank that, you very that much. Might be a possibility. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're Anyone else have anything? Well, I I certainly thank all of you. Uh, oh, Debbie, did you raise your hand again? Or I guess I didn't lower it. That's okay. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't lower. It's my fault. <laughs> um, anybody else have anything before we wind down? Thank you all for participating. Um, even I'm not Elizabeth, but we, you know, still. That. And does anyone else have anything? We have just a couple of minutes. If not, we'll end. And Desiree, we certainly thank you for streaming. And um, we're going to end now, I think. Okay. So if you want to stop the stream. <laughs>